Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. This greenhouse gas emission reduction campaign around the world is going on fine, just right. I mean, after all, with all the activities across a variety of industries around the world working hard to reduce their carbon footprint, we must be making progress, right? Right? As usual, things are never black and white, and that goes for our energy needs in the real world. I'm, I'm ranting today because it's not a matter of questions. It's a matter of priorities, and we're in trouble. The very countries, including the United States of America, that talked about all this smack about cutting carbon emissions and all of this stuff and the automakers investing billions of dollars to bring to market vehicles. And if you don't realize it or not, they're leaning hard on the suppliers too. You realize to be a supplier for an automaker today, you've got a whole requirement of documentation to prove what you are doing to reduce greenhouse gases I mean, it's not one or two questions, and it's not a yes or no. They want details, and they want them in, <laughs> yeah, graphic detail, meaning you need to make a commitment. You need to make an investment. So what are our countries doing? Now, we've said it here on the program, even though I've been accused of embracing EVs without consequence, and yes, I believe in them, but there's no secret, and we've said this here. Fossil fuels are still going strong, and we've also said that fossil fuels will be around for at least 20 or 30 years easy. We originally expected that these fuels and their availability would decrease over time to special applications where that energy density is still necessary and alternatives are just not there yet. So we expected a move, but here's what's really going on. A new United Nations-backed report paints an alarming picture of how dramatically coal, oil, and gas production are expected to grow in the coming years. If current projections hold, and I want you to hear this clearly, this is from the New York Times, the United States will drill for more oil and gas in 2030 than at any other time in its history. So will Russia and Saudi Arabia. And for all you scaremongerers, I'm going to put I'm going to call you out because here's something you need to hear. In the United States, this new project called the Willow Project up in Alaska, it will extract 600 million barrels of oil. But here's what I want you to hear. The United States of America is now the world's biggest crude oil producer. Did you hear me? That's more than Russia, more than Saudi Arabia. We are number 1 and is ramping up exports of natural gas. We're also leading in natural gas. It's two biggest oil companies here in the United States are buying up small arrivals in a bet that fossil fuels will remain profitable for decades to come. But we're not the only ones pulling this stunt. In Brazil, they plan to increase oil production by 63% and more than double its gas output in the next decade. In India, which is the most populous country in the world, they promise to significantly expand renewable energy, but they will more than double its production of coal, the dirtiest fossil fuels, within seven years. Even Canada, Canada, who wrote their 20, 
50 net zero commitment in the law is on track to boost its oil output by 25% in the next 12 years. How are we going to meet any of these requirements on warming if we are doing all this production? Well, it's the reality of life. The world continues regardless what energy we're using and the world's demand for energy is growing. There are gaps, there are holes, and there is a lack of intestinal fortitude, let me tell you. In the middle of all of that, major fossil fuel producers like Saudi Arabia and Russia seem to be vying to become the last ones standing as the world transitions to cleaner energy sources. They plan to wait folks out. They said, we got enough resources as everybody else, you know, gets off their high horse and goes away. We're still going to be kicking it so that those folks who can't make the transition, typically poorer countries, typically countries that are maybe in the midst. (laughs) Russia says, Saudi Arabia says, we'll gladly sell you oil, natural gas, whatever you need. We got you. Mm hmm. Yeah. Saudi Arabia has an aggressive long-term strategy to keep the world hooked on oil for decades to come and remain the biggest supplier as rivals slip away. There's some bright spots, though. Only a handful of countries among the biggest fossil fuel producers plan to reduce their total output by 2030. Let me name names. The United Kingdom, Germany, Norway, (laughs) and believe it or not, China. And while China remains by far the world's biggest fossil fuel emitter, largely through oil and gas and coal that it imports because it doesn't have it in their country. They are also the number one EV market in the world. Try to square that. So they're getting together for this uh, climate summit, uh, COP28. Uh, in the UAE of all places, and it's being hosted by the oil minister there. Yeah, that's going to go over real well. They're going to call for collective action. Let's get serious, they say. While all the countries who could make a difference, they say, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, but yet are on track to produce even more fossil fuels, crude oil, natural gas, and coal. Yeah, we're in trouble, folks. <laughs> we are in trouble. You can't do both. You can't. You really can't. Let me give you some more here. Now, Norway has mostly phased out its use of fossil fuels for its own energy needs. (laughs) But guess what? They have no problem selling oil and gas to you. The country's prime minister has said that phasing out fossil fuel will have to come from the demand side because not political decisions to cut the supply side, meaning We ain't going to, if somebody wants to buy what we're selling, we're going to sell it as long as we got it. And you know what? Kind of hard to fight that argument. If you've got natural resources, you're trying to sell them. Obviously, if the world wants it, you full well know if you don't sell it, somebody else will. They want to continue to be a player, even as they get their own house together. Britain cut 46% of its emissions from 1990 levels. But in July announced that they would grant hundreds of new oil and gas licenses in the North Sea. So, yeah, they've cut it at home. But again, their North Sea fields, they're pushing production and they'll gladly sell to somebody else. You don't win that way, people. It doesn't work that way. We as a world have to get this together. You can't 
on one hand say, oh, yes, we need to cut greenhouse gases. And on the other hand, be doing more with gas, coal and crude oil. At some point, it has to go down and we need a solution. We need a bridge. It's not working. This ain't happening. And unless if they keep this up, we're going to have some real problems at a choke point by 2040 which is the choke point of no return if we don't have it together by then. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.